Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today we are going to have a devotional together. We're actually going to start a new devotional series. We're going to be talking about how to become a mom that is worthy of honor. It is going to be a five-part series, so today we're going to cover the first part. I got the idea for this devotional series as I was reading through 10 Secrets for a Successful Family. It's a book by Pastor Adrian Rogers that I've referenced before in our five C's for um, teaching your kids the Bible that we just got done with our last devotional series. And so that kind of came out of the beginning of this book. And as I continued to read through it, um, and I came to chapter five, it's going through the Ten Commandments and how they relate to your family and how they still need to be taught today. And a lot of you may not know what number five is by saying it, but if I read it to you, I'm sure that you will remember it. It's from Exodus 20, 12, and it's honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land, which the Lord your God is giving you. And so a lot of us know that we've heard that we know what the fifth commandment is and we may have even told it to our children you're supposed to honor your mom and your dad but today we're actually going to turn the tables around a little bit and we are going to talk about becoming a parent or more specifically for us today becoming a mom that is worthy of honor from your children and so we're going to take that like i said in five different parts But first off, before we get started, I just wanted to be sure and mention to you today that there are no perfect parents out there. You know, I'm not perfect. My husband's not perfect. There are no perfect parents out there. We can't model a perfect life for our kids, but we can live in an honorable way with honesty and integrity to our kids so that they are watching how we live and they in turn want to give us back that honor. We can live to be honor-worthy parents. Pastor Adrian Rogers said that if your children's success depended upon you being a perfect parent, you will fail because nobody is perfect. He goes on to say, don't pretend to your children that you are perfect. They know you're not. What they want to know is, are you real? Are you genuine? If they know that you're real and they watch you handle your failures and problems, they will learn far more from that than from any phony perfectionism. And so I took that away just to go ahead and take that off the table, just to relieve you of that pressure. We're not going to be perfect parents, but we can be parents that are honor worthy. So today, let's talk specifically about how we can be moms that are honor worthy. So the first way to become a mom that is worthy of honor that Pastor Adrian Rogers covers today is to love them. It's by loving them. That seems really simple, but 
Pastor Rogers defines real parental love as not giving children what they want, but what they need. So how can we love our children with what they need and not just what they want? A lot of times I can get lost in the weeds as a mom, you know, my children want this or they want that or the other kids are signing up to play, you know, this sport or this dance class or they're getting this for Christmas and I need to do that too so that my kids know that I love them. But those are wants, right? That is not a need. So today we're going to talk about specifically the things that your kids absolutely need. And in turn, these are the things that really matter that will make you a parent that is honor worthy. So the first way is to love them by your touch. It refers us back to Luke 15, 20, the prodigal son. A lot of you are probably familiar with this story. But the important part that we're going to focus on today is, you know, the son has taken his inheritance. He's gone off. He's blown all this money and he's come back, right? Because he has absolutely nothing left and nowhere to go. And the part of the story that we're focusing on is the father. He actually falls to his knees to hug his son and kiss his son and wrap his arms around his neck. It talks about in Luke 15, 20. And so that is just a picture for us of how our kids, even when they fail, they need us to be affectionate. They need our touch. They need our love. This is a way that we can affirm them in this way. Pastor Adrian Rogers said, did you know that frequent hugs are one good way to keep your children from growing up to be sexually impure? So hug your kids often, hug them affectionately, hug them supportively, hug them tenderly, hug them playfully. Even when they're teenagers, if you have teenagers out there and they try to pull away from you inside, they still want you to hug them. They still need your touch and your affirmation in that way. Another way to show your kids love that they need is by blessing them. You know, one of the greatest ways that you can give your child peace about who they are and confidence about who they are in this world is to tell them how you love them, how they are special, how they are not an accident, how they are supposed to be here, and that you are their number one fan behind one other, and that is Christ, how God made them special, how they are supposed to be here, how they have big plans for their life because God put them here for a reason and that you are so blessed to be their parent. That can just do wonders for a child for you to verbally affirm them in this way. Now for older children, there are specific ways that you might want to address this. They need to know that you believe in them as they're, as they're going for their dreams. Let's say that they're trying out for the middle school ball team or the high school dance team or cheerleading or whatever they're up to, whatever they like to do. Or later as they're applying for colleges and they're trying to figure out their future, they need to know that it's okay for them to dream, that it's okay for them to make big plans for themselves because you're always going to be in their corner, that you are always going to bless them and whatever it is that they desire, 
whatever it is that God has gifted them to do, you want them to do that. You want them to ultimately bring God the most glory and not you the most glory. You want his plan right over your own plan for your child. And you want to make sure that you communicate that blessing over them so that they can have peace in making those decisions, right? For little kids, it's going to be a little bit more elementary. We want to make sure that we take their joys and take their sorrows seriously. You know, my husband, the other day, my son fell down and he he scraped his knees, both of them. And my husband was just like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. And I've done that so many times, too. And I'm like, it's barely even bleeding. You don't need a Band-Aid. <laughs> you know, we're thinking we're trying to toughen them up. But Pastor Rogers was clear about this, that we don't need to laugh at our kids or just kind of brush something off, especially when they're young. We need to you know, take it seriously. If their favorite toy breaks or it gets lost or they fall down in the driveway or out at the park and they, they get hurt, they get a scrape that honestly is, is not a big deal. It doesn't even require a Band-Aid. But they just need that extra love and that extra affirmation. Or when their feelings get hurt by a friend at school and it's just over something silly like, like a, a, a trivial item that someone took from them or didn't sit by them at lunch or something like that. And in the bigger scheme of things as an adult, we're thinking this is not a big deal. But you want to remember that those things are a big deal to them at that age or in the things that bring them joy that they like. Me and my husband laugh all the time because our oldest son, he's seven, he likes to collect things. And we feel like everything is becoming a collection, you know, quarters, rocks, stickers, Hot Wheels cars. I mean, you name it, and that kid is collecting it. And so sometimes it's easy for us just to be like, why does this matter? You don't need to, you don't need to collect this or that. But it's something that brings him joy, and it's important to him. So one day I sat down with him and I made a list of all 50 states, right? He was collecting the state quarter collection and I made a list with him and I was like, all right, we'll check off whenever we find one of these. And it literally took me five minutes, but it, it meant a lot to him. I didn't realize it until afterwards, but that just meant a ton to him that I would sit down and I would take seriously something that he wanted to do. And so it just may be something trivial like that. It may not be a big deal to you, but it can mean the world to them. Pastor Rogers said that we need to bless and comfort our children to pick them up and say, I understand. I hope it'll feel better later and kiss away their tears. We can always get better at this, right? We can always do a better job in the way that we bless our children and that we show them compassion and affection and patience. You know, a lot of that stuff with the little kids, especially, it takes patience. So that is the second point in how to love our children in a way they need is to bless them. The next way is to listen to them. When our kids are asking us a question, for example, a lot of times it's easy for us to already know what they're going to say or to finish that question for them and not even give them a chance to 
finish or say we're asking them a question. We're already thinking about how they're going to respond and we don't give them a chance to respond. And so really listening to them. Pastor Rogers addressed this and said, one of the finest forms of communication is to say nothing. If you will sit down and listen, you'll communicate your love without having to say a word. I don't even think I need to say any more words about that. That's enough is that we just need to communicate our love by listening, right? And the last way to show love to our kids to become an honor-worthy parent and the way that they need to be loved, and this is a big one, it's simple, but it, it really is a big deal, is by your prayers. Whether that means that you're praying for your children, maybe you're a journaler and you like to keep up with those prayers, or you're a list maker like me and you like to keep up with kind of a list of your prayers over the months of the year, However that works for you, maybe you don't document it at all, but that you're just intentional about praying for your children and for your family. And also praying with your kids every single night. And I mean like beyond like, thank you for this food, amen. (laughs) Every single night, my husband and I, we pray with our kids. We actually take turns. So one night Jake and I go And then the next night, my husband and James go. So not everybody has to pray, but our kids are able to hear one of us pray over them, over our family, over the things uh, of the day. And then they also, in turn, pray. And that teaches them the importance of prayer and praying out loud. But that is just a way that you can show your children love, is that they know that they're covered in prayer, whether that's you praying with them or praying over them in in private when they're not with you. An additional resource that I wanted to share with you all is on faithful31moms.com. Right now, if you go there, on our homepage, there's a really good resource for this. It's called A Praying Parent Scripture Writing Plan, and it is a free download that Faithful 31 Moms and Love Worth Finding have joined up to offer. And so if you go to faithful31moms.com, you can just immediately download it right from our homepage. And it's essentially 30 days of writing a specific scripture down each day, a different scripture each day, and then giving you an opportunity to journal a prayer over your children. These are scriptures that are dealing specifically with Um, being a godly parent and praying for your children. So I could not go through this podcast without mentioning that to you because I think that would be a great resource for this last and final way of loving your kids in a way that they need, and that is by being intentional and praying for them. So go check that out today on faithful31moms.com. And thank you so much for listening. I hope that you join us back next month. We're going to unpack the next way to become an honor-worthy parent. And I'm not going to give it away. You're going to have to come back and listen. But thank you so much for listening today on ways to love your kids better and to become an honor-worthy mom. And I hope that you all have a blessed day. Looking for meaningful time with your family that doesn't involve technology? Looking for ways to worship God together? 
Consider the Ten Commandments for the Home Family Worship Kit from Faithful 31 Moms and Love Worth Finding. Your children will treasure the time you spend as a family as you study, pray, and do activities together that will ultimately strengthen your family's foundation for a God-centered home. Purchase your Family Worship Kit today at Faithful31Moms.com. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful 31 Moms. That's Faithful31Moms.com.